0: Listening to Give Me the Bible with Len. Today's program is entitled Damned If You Don't. Hello again my radio friends Thank you for joining me today This week's program is a follow-up from last week's program on baptism You know, there are some religious organisations with some very strange interpretations of what the Bible actually says Some of these interpretations come about because of a failure to take into account enough information on a particular subject that the Bible offers. In other words, the focus is only on one small bit of information, while the other related information is ignored. Sometimes people and organisations pick out something which suits their own preconceived ideas and build up a belief system around that. At other times the Bible is not used at all and groups come up with certain doctrines which are essentially and purely man-made. But even worse than that, there are some groups who say that you cannot be saved unless you belong to their particular organization and you must agree with their particular system of beliefs. I could name a number of these church denominations which make it known that you cannot be saved unless you come to God through their church group. Personally, I'm very suspicious of church organizations which follow this line, and it is my opinion that what they say is self-righteous, judgmental and presumptuous but I heard something recently which even tops that. My friend had been talking to someone a short while ago who announced during the conversation, if you don't speak in tongues, you are damned. If anyone said this to me, I would reply to them, who made you my judge? So today I would like us to consider that concept and see what the Bible has to say on the subject and to find out whether the statement is true or not. Is there any clear statement in the Bible to that effect or is it supposition? Today's program is in the form of a story. Martin Costa, Tinney for short, and John Gottwarden, Gotti had been students, I'm sorry, John Gottwarden, his nickname is Gotti, they'd been students in the same high school. After they finished school, they lost contact. One day, about 20 years later, however, Tinney noticed a new real estate office close to the doctor's surgery in a suburb across town where he was working that day. He could not help but see the unusual name of the real estate agent and remembered his classmate of years before. So Tinney decided to go inside to find out if the John Gottwarden was the same person he once knew. And indeed it was. It was a happy reunion. Conversation flowed freely and each shared with the other about their jobs, their families, and so on. At one point in the conversation, John asked Tinny, Do you still go to church? Well, yes, was his answer, but we don't go to the same church we used to. We now go to that new church close to the river. We like it much better there. It's a happy church with lots of great music, clapping, and the minister really gets into it. Besides that, lots of people speak in tongues. It's a great place to be, and we get a real buzz each time we go there. Gotti asked, Do you take your Bible to church? Nah, Tinny replied. We have our minister, and he's a good bloke. He tells us what we need to know and that's enough for me. Now came the big question. Martin, does your church teach that you cannot be saved unless you speak in tongues? asked John with a serious tone in his voice. Yeah, John, that's right. Unless you speak in tongues, you cannot be saved. I'm very interested in what you say, Tinny. "'But could you show me in the Bible where it says that?' said John. "'Well, look, I can't right now,' replied Martin. "'And besides, I'd better be going soon. "'But I will ask my minister and he'll get the information for you. "'I'll get back to you. "'Great to have caught up with you, Gotti. "'I'll be in touch.' A week later, John was in his office checking some ads when the phone rang. It was Tinny. Hey, John, I spoke to the minister and he's happy to talk to you. Would you be willing to come down with me to the church this Saturday, Arvo, and we will discuss the issue in his office? John agreed and, as promised, they went together. The minister's name was Pastor Leon Bruce. He was in his early fifties and seemed to be a pleasant chap. His hairline had receded and he wore red rimmed glasses. John also noticed that the lenses had a pinkish tinge. After introductions and the usual pleasantries, Pastor Leon said to John, Martin tells me that you want to know if it's true that you cannot be saved unless you speak in tongues. Yes, that's right, Pastor. I believe some people have been given the gift of speaking other languages that they've not learned. But I want someone to show me from the Bible that speaking in tongues is a necessary condition to being saved. I'm not prepared to accept that idea unless there is some scriptural support for that belief. The pastor perceived that John had some knowledge of the Bible and he required some tangible evidence for that statement. The pastor then turned in his Bible to Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, and read the account of when... After the ascension of Jesus, the apostles and others were praying together when suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Here is the evidence that God sent the Holy Spirit on those Christians who desired to follow the teachings of Jesus, said the pastor. Yes, I'm familiar with what you've just read, Pastor, said John. But for what reason was this special gift given at that time? pastor replied, It was given as a special sign to show that those believers were accepted by God and were saved. But pastor, said John, Would you mind reading the next couple of verses? The pastor read on from verse 5. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard them speaking in his own language. John interrupted. It seems to me, Pastor, that God had a special reason for giving this gift at that particular time. It was to give a witness to the various language groups present that Jesus was indeed the Saviour of mankind if you read further, you will notice that the people present on that occasion were from Parthia, Persia, Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Egypt, Rome, and other places. It was necessary for the apostles and other disciples to speak those languages to get the message of salvation across. And it appears to me that the tongues or languages spoken at that time were established recognisable languages. Martin, who had been silent for most of the time, chipped in. Never thought of that, he said. Pastor Leon continued. I want to share with you what it says in Mark sixteen sixteen. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And I want to point this out also where it says in John 3, 5, Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the Spirit. Yes, I'm familiar with those two verses you quoted, said John, and I agree with them both, but I see no requirement for anyone to speak in tongues in what you just read. Pastor Leon then turned to in his Bible to Acts chapter ten and related the story about what happened when the apostle Peter went to the house of the Gentile centurion Cornelius. Peter testified about Jesus and explained that the way to forgiveness and eternal life was only through Jesus Christ. The people believed what Peter had to say. In verse 44, the Bible states this, While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out, even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Can anyone keep these people from being baptized with water? They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, pastor, said John. I believe that the Holy Spirit did give these people the gift of tongues. I have no problem with that. I can understand that God needed to demonstrate to the other apostles that salvation was not just for the Jews alone. Salvation was for Gentiles, that is, non-Jews. And the giving of this gift at that time would be an incontrovertible sign that God accepts Gentiles as his people too. But it does not tell me that speaking in tongues is a necessary requirement to being saved. And before you go on, Pastor, would you mind turning back to Acts chapter 2 where it says... There's no question about God pouring out his spirit on people in the last days, Pastor. But it says clearly that the result will be that those people would prophesy and not speak in tongues. So far, Pastor, you have not provided me with any biblical evidence that I must speak in tongues in order to be saved. We'll have a little break and go on straight afterwards.
1: Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, help me stand, I am tired, I am weak, I am worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on. Take my hand, precious Lord. my hand. hand. Precious Lord, lead me home. When the dark appears and the night and the day is past and gone at the river i'll stand guide my feet hold my hand take my hand precious lord lead me home Lord, lead me home.
0: Pastor Bruce was becoming slightly annoyed. You could see that his face was becoming red and he had not given John the answer he needed. Pastor, said John, would you mind turning in your Bible and reading from verse 1 of First Corinthians 12? The pastor obliged and began to read. Now, about spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be ignorant. Please go on from verse 4, said John. Pastor Bruce continued, there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God who works all of them in men. Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another the message of knowledge by the means of the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by that same Spirit. Would you mind also reading verses 28, 29, and 30 of the same chapter? Pastor Bruce read on, And in the church God has appointed first of all apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then workers of miracles, also those having gifts of healing, those able to help others, those with gifts of administration, and those speaking in different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? But eagerly desire the greater gifts. Pastor, you have just read a clear statement that only some will have the gift of tongues. In fact, those voice verses point out that there are much greater gifts, yet you have been telling your congregation that they must receive the gift of speaking in tongues in order to be saved. So far, you have failed to convince me from the Bible that there is any basis for what you've been teaching, said John. Tinney was looking uncomfortable and remained silent. Pastor Bruce looked irritated but remained calm and then stated, All right, John, let's look at 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1. Yes, Pastor replied John. Read on. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm only a resounding clang, a g- resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Again, John spoke, Pastor, this also is no proof that you have to speak in tongues. It is an illustration that no matter what spiritual heights anyone may attain, it is totally useless and pointless unless that person is motivated out of love. All right, John, consider this, 1 Corinthians fourteen two. Anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, said Pastor Bruce. You see, speaking in tongues is a matter between a person and God. That may be so, said John, but the Apostle Paul goes on to say, that even if he is able to speak in tongues, it is of only any real purpose if it can be used to bring helpful information to other people. Your argument is still insufficient to convince me that I have to speak in tongues to be saved. Besides all this, you read earlier that the Spirit gives to various individuals those particular gifts or a particular gift he wants him or her to have. If I have the gift of teaching but do not have the gift of tongues, that does not mean that I do not have a spirit-filled life. The pastor was becoming frustrated. He'd come to think that John was a real pest and he wished John would disappear. Pastor Bruce I say this respectfully, but you have a tremendous responsibility to your congregation and anyone else who might be seeking the way of salvation. You have to recognize that the word of God did not come about simply through the ideas of man, but came from God through the Holy Spirit. You can check this for yourself in Second Peter 1.21. It is your responsibility to teach the people, only that which is in harmony with the Bible. Nothing else, nothing more. If you think you have a revelation given by the Holy Spirit, it must agree with God's written word. If I was in your place, I would be very afraid because the Bible says clearly in the very last chapter, I warn anyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds anything to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes words away from this book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this book. It was a sobering goodbye as Martin and John left the church. The pastor had been challenged and thought hard and long about what they had discussed. And it is a challenge to each of us. Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 20 says, To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, It is because there is no light in them. Regardless of who says it and what is said, it must always be in accordance with what the Bible says. Do not believe spiritual teachings just because someone you respect says it. They must always be confirmed by the word of God. Well, We must conclude for today, but until our next appointment, I wish you God's blessings and guidance. So this is Len signing off. Goodbye for now.